Five, four, three, two, one. Something more befitting a man of your education. Get this situation under control, gentlemen. And now, from an undisclosed location for good reason, it's the Midlife Crisis Show, starring Elliot Kleiner and Peter Applebaum, recorded live and unscripted, but then carefully edited. Welcome to the Midlife Crisis Show, operating in our brand new studios in a secret location, undisclosed location, as the introduction suggests, for good reason. Yes. And we still have security on the door, though. Yes, it, it's a little latch that slides, <laughs> ac- slides across, uh, stops anybody walking in when the on-air light is on. Which we're about to turn on. Turn on the, the on-air light we is now on. We are the consummate on. professionals of the yes. Midlife Crisis Show. But today, Elliot, we have a very exciting topic, as we always do. But this one, I think, will resonate with many of our listeners. And it is... Exercise, it's not really worth the effort. That's right. Now, I, for one, am a believer that that's not true. I believe we have to work that much harder in exercise to receive any benefit from it. But that then begs the question, you know, is it really worth it? Look, we all know we're we're, we're obviously being provocative. Agent provocateurs. But we all know we have to do exercise, but hell, we don't want to do exercise. And if this is what you end up with after exercise, why bother? Was it worth the effort? Was it worth the effort? Well, we're going to have several guests today, which we're very excited to speak to. Who's coming in? We've got, we must be deferring to a professional at some, some point. We're talking to Alvi, who is a wonderful fitness trainer. So you have to have all three things working for you. You need to have your head in the right place. You need to have your nutrition in the right place. And you need to know what you're doing with your fitness. Are you listening? Are you paying attention to Why? this? This is not a roast for me, Elliot. If it's roast chicken, that's something different. Half hour age? Something like that. Yeah. But he's a nice guy. So Alvy's going to be coming in and having a chat with us. Greg, who... Greg is one of our regulars. We love Greg. There's have you a, actually done it? You've done I've Pilates? I've done Pilates, but they have these machines called Reformers. Um, they look like they've been inspired by Torquemada out of the Inquisition. Have you ever seen one of those? Torture things? machines? They are. Yeah. They- he's probably closer to our set in terms of his uh, fitness status. He is. He is. And we're also going to speak to Ron. I always go, this, this thing about six-packs, you see these young young people these days very keen on their six-packs. I'm carting around a slab. Why worry about six when you can have 24 with you at all times? Ron, another one of our regulars. Ron has he, he of the wild hair all over his body, including his face. But he is obviously a man who, who is very much in tune with his body. I'm not sure it's in tune with him, but it's certainly worth having a chat with him. Awesome. So we've got friends and we've got professionals. Uh, all right, I'm looking forward to this. Let's go. Ron is the exercise guru of the middle years. Is that right, Ron? I'll run with whatever you, you believe. Okay, but more I have th- had a lot of uh, people have views on my body. <laughs> what does your wife think, most importantly? She doesn't really think about my body. My question is if, uh, you know, given the amount of body hair that you've got, it's, <laughs> it's fair to assume that no one's actually seen your body for quite some time. Including yourself. <laughs> I go into the shower and I can't find myself, I have to say. We're and go- you can take that any which way you wish, and, go- and I know you boys will. We're going back to emotions again, aren't we, Rob? <laughs> Perhaps I haven't quite seen some of the definition of my body in recent years. Ron, do I've you gone- exercise? Do you do you do you run? Do you hit? A, oh. Do you ride bikes? Do you do any fitness stuff? Uh, look, I think about exercise a lot. 
I get tired actually thinking about exercise. I've got to. I've got to say, in recent times, I have tried to look after myself a little better. I am walking on a regular basis. We're not just talking uh, from the uh, from the couch to the fridge and back. No, no, we're actually wa- talking about walking the length and breadth of this fair land of ours down at down at the beach. Ah, that's impressive. I know. I, I don't want this to get out, and I know that there is a certain audience that listens to this show, and thankfully it's not the whole country. <laughs> yes. Because I don't want... Yes. <laughs> but I know you're working on that, boys. We are. We are, on. so be warned. Um, be warned. I always go, this this thing about six-packs, you see these young young people these days very keen on their six-packs. The boys, not only the boys, the girls too. I go, I'm, I'm, I'm carting around a slab. Why worry about six when you can have 24 with you at all that's time? Right. So you're strong on that, which means that... You, you've basically given up. Oh, big call, well, it Elliot. depends what that's, you call giving up. That's very, right. Big very call. strong statement, my yeah, friend. Yeah, exactly. Unfit Look. and embracing it. Is that... Look... I mean, that's the definition of giving up, if I... Who said I'm unfit? This is like in a current affair interview, Elliot. You really... You, you, this is a gotcha moment. We gotcha, Ron. Gotcha. All right, hang on a sec. I'm you reckon... invited on for a nice casual check and bang, right between the eyes. Yeah, you... We're hard-hitting here, Ron. You reckon... hard-hitting. Hard, it is hard-hitting. Well, it's hard-hitting my, my stomach, mate. <laughs> Let me tell you. So you reckon you're fit? And it'll bounce right back, right? Are you fit? I think there are varying uh, degrees of fitness. Uh, uh, politics. Certainly in my, in my youth, Ron, there was a lot of sport happening. Yes, sorry? It's the midlife crisis show, Ron. Your youth was some time ago, old boy. Bad news. Sorry. All right. Oh, I was just, you, see, you see, I was just exercising the memory. Oh. You tell me we're talking about exercise. Yeah. I'm thinking mind and, and... We don't know. We don't need lateral thinking. And as a matter of fact, there's no thought, there's no <laughs> thought invited <laughs> to this conversation. Can I just point out, Elliot, blindingly obvious. Yes. Your show that you don't need lateral thinking, all right? Let's not state the obvious. <laughs> don't need oh, thinking look, at this, all. This has become a bit of a battle. This is a battle I'll, I'll, of the wills. I'll, I'll, I'll throw hard hitting right back. Wow. Well, I didn't know that this whole concept of of, uh, of fitness and health was subjective to say the least. It, it's it's more a case of, you know, it's black and white. You're fit, you're not fit. You're happy with yourself, you're not happy with yourself. Are you completely happy with the way your body is functioning and looking at this time? Yes or no? Uh, yes. Oh, there you go. And what have yeah. you done to achieve it? I eat, therefore I am. You're, you're, my body, I'm comfortable with my body. I mean, fitness is in the eye of the beholder. How many uh, other cliches uh, can I throw Elliot, at you? Elliot, Ron's going to be a blithering mess when he gets off the line. So oh. we've got to be, we're all about being goodness and niceness on this well, show. Look, let, let, let's look at some of the great exercises of, of history, shall we? Okay. If we're, if we're going to go with it, let's go with it. All right, let's go with it. It's, father, it's, the father of modern jogging. What happened to him? Jimmy Fix. Do you know who he is? Jimmy Fix. What happened to him? Died. He's dead. Died jogging. Heart attack. Died jogging. Right. What okay. age was he? 52. Wow, that's bad. Next. Right. Okay, so that's not Next. one for the good guys. That's. Uh... I've outlived Jay Fix. I'm not putting the mockers on myself. <laughs> Next. There's got to be more than one example. It's your, it's your story, Ron. Run with it. We got Arnold all... Schwarzenegger. He's still alive. He's still alive. Have you seen him lately? We had a drink once. Right? If, we're, if the exercise is so good and we're, and we're hitting the muscles and all the rest of it, why are we going on the plastic? Oh, hang on a second. Do we... Because, uh... because we took a fancy to the maid? Do you know something oh, we don't? Ron. Holy moly. Wow, you are, this is just an expose. I, I've got more. Oh. <laughs> I've, I've had a good thing. You think I just come on your show unprepared? Well, yes. That's what we call you. <laughs> yeah, well, let me tell you. I've been studying all week. <laughs> okay. Can we just amble with you? Post-amble. Actually, Pete, why don't you and I go out for a coffee? And we- this is the Ron show. <laughs> it's the Ron Excuse show. Me. Ron goes off. Did you did you ask me out on a date just now, live on? <laughs> Almost live. Elliot, I'm comfortable. <laughs>
<laughs> I want you to know I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable with who I am exercise-wise. I'm comfortable with my sexuality, the whole deal. You've oh. given up. <laughs> well, there's got to be truth, and we're going to find it by using questions without notice. Are you ready, Ron? You I'm no- ready. Bananarama or Duran Duran? It's not a huge field from which to choose. <laughs> and there's no right answer, Ron. I'm going with the bananas. We don't need to go any further. I think I'll ask another question. <laughs> what is the worst thing you've ever worn? I don't think you have to think further back than the 80s. Just about everything. Yes, yesterday. <laughs> ask the women in my household just about everything I wear. Okay. Well. Oh, I reckon uh, purple flares with uh, two-inch uh, platform heels around mid-70s. No, come on. You you find a magic lamp. You mix, uh, I find a what? A magic lamp? Your magic lamp. Yeah, you, well, you give it a rub. Out comes a genie. Out comes a genie. Three right, wishes. The genie gives you three wishes. What are they going to be? And it can't say world peace. Unless, of course, one of your wishes is to be Miss America. I want the children to be our future. Oh, Teach them well. Oh, no, that's like world peace. <laughs> that is. That's lame. New and innovative ways to give up. That's right. Another cry for help. We're going to say goodbye. I'm going to hit the give up button. <laughs> Ron, thank you. What more can we say? We, we feel that, I think we've, we've caused a lot of emotional damage with you, but that's uh, okay. We've caused a lot of editing damage. <laughs> See you later, Ron. <laughs> I'm sorry, boy. It's always a pleasure to talk to you guys, eh? Thanks, Thanks mate. See you, buddy. But even if you don't like the gym, that's not an excuse, right? People won't even take that as an excuse. Like, oh, you don't like the gym? Why don't you try running? You should run. It's outside and it's free. <laughs> yeah? It's also the hardest thing in the world. <laughs> Have you tried running for longer than one minute? <laughs> it's very difficult. Running is the only activity I've ever engaged in as an adult where the entire time you're doing it, from start to finish, your own brain is going, hey, stop this! What are you doing? Nothing is chasing us, and we're not even hungry. You should be saving this for one of those two times. Jenny, we're calling you because you are an expert and you are a doctor. So, you know, unlike Elliot and I, you actually know what you're talking about. Right. It is quite, the lack of exercise in this country is actually quite quite profound and quite serious. Well, that's why you're here on the Midlife Crisis Show telling us all about exercise, Jenny. Now, I know that you as a doctor have very particular views on this, which confound your patients. What are they? Um, None of us, by and large, are exercising nearly enough and we're not exercising intensely enough. And that's pretty tragic and it's hard news to, to um, impart to my patients. You know, I'm an integrative doctor, so my patients want to have, they want to be generally healthy when they see me and they come to me and they often think they're doing enough and they say, oh, I walk for hours and I've got, oh, I, I, I have a very busy kind of work. And I say to them, nah, you've got to get to the gym. You've got to do it four or five times a week. You've got to lift weights, you've got to do all this hard stuff, and they're very traumatized. This is great stuff, and I'll tell you why, because this you're already starting to answer some of the myths and misconceptions about the two distinct camps in the weight loss and fitness gain scenario. One is, and this is the one, you know, the foodie side of it, where they say it's 90% what you put in, and then there's the fitness regimen side of it, where they say, no, it's about 70% of output in terms of energy and exercise. And I think, you know, this is one of those arguments where the truth is somewhere in between. You know, there's three versions, there's his, hers, and the truth. And I think this is probably somewhere in between, but it'd be great to get a medical uh, sort of viewpoint 
of exactly where does this sit? How much of it should be food and how much in terms of calories and how much of it should be exercise in terms of expenditure of energy? Well, actually, the, the truth is you need to eat nothing and exercise bucket loads. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, what a cheery message for us on this show, Jenny. Thank you so much. Well, you see, from an evolutionary point of view, up until the last couple of hundred years, we all died of starvation. So our bodies are evolved to be very energy efficient and we just don't need much. We can go without food for days and days and our body is going to function perfectly well. So the, the sad thing is that it's so hard for us to eat as little as we need to lose weight and it's so hard for us to work out as hard as we were intended when we actually had to find our food and climb trees and run after animals, you know, to, to mimic that, to get back to the weight we're intended to be is, is quite difficult. So actually you have to be quite careful about what you eat. I can tell you very simply what I, I get my patients to do food-wise, but exercise-wise, yes, you really have to work out quite in, intensely and there are two reasons for that. The first is that you want to raise your metabolic rate f throughout the whole day. And the second thing is, by gaining muscle, you will, even when you're asleep, burn more calories because muscle is um, quite um, a prolific energy burner. Now, I've heard so, this. I've heard this sort of muscle eats fat argument, and I didn't know yeah, how but, true but that was. But it doesn't was. happen in a week or two. It happens over months. So working out is very, very important. But it's pretty hard to work out so much that it's adverse for your weight losing goals. So you don't want to do an hour's worth of the hardest thing without any breaks in that hardest thing. What you want to do is an hour where you do sets and you have rest, sets and rest. Or alternatively, something like jogging where it's not at maximum effort. And then you wouldn't have that problem. That's terrific advice because I'm starting to hear. <laughs> sorry, it, sorry, you were saying sets with a T, Jenny. She did say sets. I re <laughs> I recognise sets, although there are other actually, but but sex actually oh, yeah. is good exercise. That's another. You episode. do burn calories. But Absolutely, but you have to sustain it for a while. Yeah. Okay, that's the problem. So you can burn through relationships just as easily. Oh, very good, Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hearing echoes of interval training going on here. Yeah, absolutely. This yeah. is like run a little bit, stop, run a little bit, stop, or... Well, you don't actually stop. You you would jog, and then when you can't jog anymore, if you're new to it, you would walk for a minute, and then you would um, resume your running. When you do weight work in a gym, you never just keep lifting for whatever, for a, for a half an hour. You do sets of 15 or sets of 10 or 12 or whatever, yeah. and then you have a break and so on. So the, the interval yeah. component is built in. So things but, like, you know, you go for a little bit of a jog and then you stop and have a Big Mac and then you go uh -huh. for a little bit, you lift some weights and then you have some ice cream. Uh, that that works? Is that balanced? <laughs> That's called interval <laughs> interval eating. Well, it's, you know, input-output, input-output. I mean, isn't that how you have it? Isn't okay. that what they call a balanced so diet? So the other thing that people don't realise is that the actual amount of calories that you burn when you exercise is not that great. You can't go by those little tables that say, oh, I've burnt up 600 calories, so now I can afford to have whatever junk food. Because no matter what the tables tell you, the amount that you burn up is probably about 30% less. And one stupid piece of junk food can undo all your hard work. So three laps so, around Centennial Park is equivalent to half a Krispy Kreme donut, probably. 
Oh my god! <laughs> we ask the tough questions here, Jenny. You got to answer you, it. You're you, on the spot. You just... are mentioning the very all the very worst foods, the most poxy toxic foods in the whole world. Exactly. And no, I just I just oh. want to note it. It's Elliot, not me, Jenny. It's all his problem, not me. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pure goodness and niceness well, and eat goodness. You know, when the stress is on, you go with what you know. You go you go with the most familiar thing, and the, you know, Krispy Kreme, McDonald's, KFC. Uh, this makes up ninety percent of my diet. Jenny's now in the fetal position I, with you mentioning. All that terrible food. <laughs> you know, the advantages of all this exercise is not just to do with weight. It, it's the most profound thing you can do to prevent dementia. Wow. Mm. So there's there's a think a theory, and I know you're saying you you build up to it, Jenny. So Elliot does karate, and he also works out at the gym, which is fantastic. I play squash three times a week, and at my age, you always have to include at my age. People are saying, oh, I, like for example, I've said to, to friends of who are at a similar age, come and play squash with me. It's fun. I say, oh, you've been playing for thirty years. Your body's used to it. He can't play because he'll have a heart attack. Is there any foundation in that, or is that just malarkey? I think that's generally rubbish. If someone has not been doing any exercise and they try and have a game of squash with you, what's going to happen is after 10 minutes, they're going to be puffing and panting. They're just not going to be able to do it. They're not going to have a heart attack. Their legs will will pack up long before that. Mm. So I I think it's not that dangerous, really. I'm reveling in the fact that what you just said is that Pete spoke rubbish, and I love that. (laughs) Malarkey, please. (laughs) Because that's what this show's about. We're founded on. Well, I, 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 and I think that probably Peter's friends just don't want to be beaten by him at squash. You know, they don't. They don't want to humiliate me. You know, I'm, I'm not. That, I'm not that good a player. Jim. Unlikely. Yeah, anyway, I found some comfort in uh, the knowledge that what I'm doing is not necessarily wrong, and, uh, and that's why we're going off to have some comfort food now, Jenny. So thank you. Hopefully that comfort food will be some nice um, wilted spinach. Well, the problem is that, uh, you know, Deliveroo doesn't do uh, nuts and berries and I don't have to chase the motorbike down the street in order to get it. Now, look, another point I have to make. Now, you two guys are very happy, cheerful guys, right? Jolly, you might call us. Happy and cheerful. Where where are we going? Well, the thing is... Christmas is coming. You want us to be Santa Claus, We also know that doing exercise is the most effective way to combat depression. Ah, endorphins. So endorphins. One of the reasons why I think you're such happy, cheery guys is that you both do enough exercise. Yeah. I was and just going to say, can't you get the same endorphins from Krispy Kreme? <laughs> <laughs> but this is um, quite serious and genuine um, medicine. They've, they've done quite a lot of double-blind crossover trials, and intensive exercise is as good as any antidepressant in terms of treating depression. You know, actually, this is being serious for a moment, which is very difficult for me, Mm -hmm. I've just got to say. This training regimen that I'm on at the moment, which I've only been doing for about the past sort of 12 weeks or so, my wife has exclaimed recently, she doesn't know what's been going on with me, but I'm a lot happier and a lot more easygoing than I had been previously. I wonder if you are speaking some intense truth in terms of the exercise. Go figure, Jenny. Making me happy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the lady actually knows what she's talking about, Elliot. On our show, That's of right. all things. You, you've come to the wrong place, Jenny. Yeah. Uh, it's not you, true. It's how, not true. How dare you bring credibility? In <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We're usually incredible. I hope that, that you are you know, delivering a message to a lot of people that they really need to do a lot more. 
Well, that's something that I've certainly taken out of the discussion with you today, Jenny, and I think that's wonderful. And we thank you so much for giving us the insight that you have backed up by solid medicine and scientific studies. We want you to come back on the show when we have medical issues in the future. And believe me, being the midlife crisis show, <laughs> there are going to be medical issues in the future. Oi, oi. <laughs> because you, not only do you have a significantly uh, better outlook than most people, but you, you, you actually speak in really easy to edit soundbites which I love. That's right. We're used, to, we're used to people rambling, and that's usually us. That's that's very kind of you, and I, I would love to come thank back. Thank you, Jenny. You're going to be our resident doctor. Well, that sounds great. Thank Doc- you very much, and thank you for inviting me. Thank you, Dr. Jenny. I'm really thrilled that Greg's here this time because normally we have... I mean, Greg's a regular on the show. We, we, we love having him on the show. His opinions are always gold uh, and the material that he gives us is always gold. Uh, he, he's always been on the phone and we've never actually had him physically. Well, which goes back to one of the, the starring roles that Greg has had, which was in the episode, which was Hair, Is It Overrated? Greg introduced the concept of plaiting his back hair. So Greg will forever be known as the back platter. The back platter. Greg, Welcome. Thank you. I'm looking forward to being here in the studio. And stop having such a wonderful radio voice, otherwise Elliot's just going to kick me out. <laughs> it's all about the banter. It's got nothing to do with the voices. In fact, the sicker I am, the better I sound. Hi, I'm Elliot. I have the plague. Uh, so we come to the topic of the day. And I've got to say, Greg, you're a fine figure of a man. You don't sport any of the, um, uh, the, the overzealous overflow. Oh, that's what I'm going to call it. Or should I say lava flow? What are you talking about? It's the OZO, the overzealous overflow. (laughs) Stop doing that voice. Physically, you're in great shape. Do you have to work at it? If so, what is it that you do and is it worth the effort? And thirdly, we hate you for it. (laughs) These are very deep questions which I have been pondering since I was born. Um, (laughs) Since you were born? Born, that's right. I've been wondering, is it really worth the effort? So, um, a fine figure of a man, I'm not sure about Elliot. I used to actually be a figure eight, uh, but <laughs> in fact, it was probably more like a figure infinity. It was just, it was terrible. And, uh, and on cometh the gold. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gold rush! It, right. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's been, uh, it's a hard road, certainly, certainly after the age of 50. Right. So, confessional, you're over 50 and you're exercising, and it's not easy. Well, most of the exercise I ever do is push shit uphill. Okay. So. Well, it's, at least it's an activity. It is. I bought you a pointed stick for Christmas. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you, do you run? I jumped conclusions. Oh. That's it. There's another oh, one there. Oh, 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 do, I, do I run? Do I run seriously? Actually, I do. I jog. I, if you call it a run, it really wouldn't be a run. So it's more of a cliffy young shuffle. That's it. I actually, I have my gum boots and, with. And you have to be over 60 to remember who Cliff Young was. Well, that's the show. So, I mean, seriously, do you do, you do exercise? Do you hit the gym? Do you do cycling plus squash? Only, Greg, I, hits, Greg hits the gym and it hits him right back. That's right. I, uh, no more deadline jokes. <laughs> I recently joined a gym. Um, you pay money. I do. Right, to a different kind of pain. It is, it is. And this one's on a perpetual 
weekly thing where if you turn up, it costs you $35. And if you don't turn up, it costs you 10 But I still feel good that I'm a member of a gym, whether I turn up or not. So it's, actually, it's been on hold for quite a number of weeks. That's a clever deal. Right. So mm. you've paid 50 bucks and you haven't been yet. That's right. That's correct. That, so and that's the type of exercise that I really like. Well, that's, that's a really clever business model. You pay them $10. For nothing. That's it. Just like to, it. so that I can say, still, Peter, that I am a member of a gym. Right. So if did, they, if they were, though, if the business model was being a bit more honest and they really did want people to get fit, they would charge you the other way around. They would say it's ten dollars if exactly. you come, thirty-five dollars exactly. penalty right. if you don't turn up. Smart, smart. I think we should start a gym tomorrow with that. Okay, let's go. So you did. You, you joined a gym. You don't go. You pay the money. Is it worth it? Well. This session here in the studio is making me, it's inspiring me to get off my butt. Because <laughs> you're looking at us. <laughs> and going. It's, it's, it's important to note that you look good without having done any exercise. Uh, look, this is a bit of a confession. We had a confession with Ron just now. I think we've, we've left him a, a quivering mess in a fetal position. That's our aim with you, Greg. Fetal position. I was digging for the truth and I think I, I sort of dug a little too deep yeah. uh, to try and extract answers from him. Too many answers. Too I many questions. chasing him through a car park with a camera crew. Uh-huh. <laughs> but the, you know, the, the exercise that I do find helpful, and I will admit that I do this, and I have found that it's that it's remarkably strenuous, and that is Pilates. There's have you a, actually done it? You've done I've Pilates? I've done Pilates, but they have these machines called reformers. Um, they look like they've been inspired by Torquemada out of the Inquisition. Have you ever seen one of those? Torture things? machines? They are. Yeah. They are. They've got ropes. They're on these uh, flatbeds, and they look like hang seriously. On, hang on, is this, Aren't they is the KTEL products we used to get in the 70s right. that <laughs> you <laughs> give a slide back is and this, forth on a, on a, on a rail? Yes. They, the first time I ever went on those, I thought, God, it does remind me of... Uh, the Spanish Inquisition. Pain uh, hurts. It does. But it it's, does. But is it worth it, Greg? Aha. If you're fit, what did you do to get there? Was it exercise? If it's exercise, was it worth it in terms... And we're, we're exploring now uh, whether it's worth it in terms of pain and suffering, but we're also exploring whether it's worth it in terms of monetary expenditure. So you're paying for a gym that you're not going to. It's not worth it. You've, you've done Pilates, which was pain and suffering, and, and you're alluding to the fact that it probably wasn't worth it. What's the answer? Oh, I, I know the question. Um, <laughs> I'm still trying to work out what the answer is. Um, is that a crisis? I mean, we're, we're digging for crises here, Greg. I think it's a... I think that... And the weird thing is that you invest all this time to exercise and you don't go for a month and you're back to square zero again. Oh, see? Now, that's important. We, month, we haven't touched on that. A month, try a week. Um, but yeah, there's a time factor here that people haven't discussed yet, and that is how much time. There's money, there's pain and suffering, but there's time. There's got to be a certain amount of time that you do. And for busy people, I mean, let's face it, when you the age that we are, we have a lot of responsibilities. We're running families, we're running households, we're running businesses, we're running... Uh, running to the fridge. Running to the fridge. Running to we're the running, fridge. But that's have the only got, running we're doing. That's it. Have we got time to be running in the street or running on a treadmill or, you know, cycling? Well, or, personally, Elliot, I think that's complete crock of hooey. We, of course we do, if we choose to. We have 168 hours, each and every one of us. And if we choose to actually get off the couch and do it, we can. We're just too lazy, old and fat to do it. I guess I introduced this subject. It's more on the exercise we're talking. That's why I contend exercise is not really worth the effort. Let's change direction. When you exercise, is it fun? It's what you're looking at that makes it fun. Aha. Ah. Now, Ron went there too. The Mm. optic nerve. Mm. Exercising the optic nerve. So you have been to the gym. 
I have been to the gym. And you've paid $35 to go well, to Perth. He would, would never, he would never, I would never admit that. No. I would never admit that. Don't but worry, Debbie's not going to be listening to this. <laughs> Debbie, don't listen to this. I have paid money to go to the gym. A side benefit happens to be looking at the side. I was wondering where you're going with, I have paid money mm. to, and it's like, I'll mm. oh, go to the gym. Quickly. It is, it is uh, definitely, there's definitely eye candy. I am not part of that eye candy. Oh, okay. come on, Greg. I'm you are a fine specimen of a man. An Italian astronaut? Specimen. Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Pete still hasn't got it. It's a specimen. Okay. A specimen. A specimen, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Where are we going? I think at this juncture, Elliot, we should ask questions without notice to our esteemed guest. Okay, question. Throw them at me. Question number one, Greg. First kiss. Discuss. And as we had to, we, we had to point out with you know when we were asking this of Ron, uh, your arm doesn't count, and and your grandmother doesn't count, unless of course your grandmother happened to give you the first real kiss. Okay, all I'm going to say is hello, Shana. That's right. But man, that was a that was um, skyrockets in flight. <laughs> was it the morning or afternoon delight? <laughs> right. Hello, Shana. Hello, Shana. She's no doubt listening. She's a grandmother now, you know. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Breakfast Club or Top Gun? Oh, it's got to be Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I just love that film. Everything about that film just spoke to me. It's just uh, hilarious. It's a mischief movie, that one. All right. Final question without notice. You have a magic lamp and, as usual, you're rubbing it. Out pops a genie. <laughs> you have three wishes. And excluding world peace, because that's totally lame, what would those three wishes be? Oh, on notice. One, to make exercise really count. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. He's on theme. Right. He's I'm on, on top. theme. I am. Okay. Segway, I, have three, nice. I, have, I have three things to wish for. A better, a, a better podcast. Oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. Gosh. <laughs> Greg. Okay. Um, We're busting bust our guts here and mm, you're just criticizing. Guts, so all that's of them. Point. That's right. <laughs> that's about, very good. Okay. You know, what are you not achieving? To have breakfast with Rihanna. That's a, that's there a, you go. See? A Heather, or Heather Lockley, whichever happens to Heather, tickle your fancy. Yeah. She did call. Heather Lockley did say to me once something that was very profound and it touched me deeply. She said, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Elliot was watching a TV show. What are you doing in my hotel room? That's right. Melrose Place at the time, but anyway. Was there any more in the wish? No, I think that was just one, Greg. I just, I'm, I'm still thinking. So I, on notice, I'll come back to you on that. No, we'll go to a commercial break. I think we should. Okay. I think we should. Okay. If only we had a sponsor. <laughs> Greg, it's been a delight having you face-to-face in the studio with your cans on. We should take a photo. Serious guest, Elliot. We keep inviting all of our friends because they agree with us, but occasionally <laughs> we need somebody to challenge and bring us actual truth, fact. Who actually knows what they're talking about? Because we're going to introduce Alvi. Who knows what he's talking about. And he is a sickeningly good-looking and cut person. He is a healthy-looking specimen, and I don't mean in the Italian astronaut sense of the word. But <laughs> oh, he, he, uh, a specimen. You're, uh, Alvi, you're a fitness trainer. 
Correct. So I like to use the word health coach. Yeah, Elliot. Health coach. Come on, mate. Yeah, blown get, it. With it. get with I've it. I've blown it already. That's right. <laughs> now, we're, we're having some arguments. Some people think that gym memberships are about perving. Some people think gym memberships are about narcissism and perving on themselves. So they'll only go where there's mirrors. We won't name names, Susan. (laughs) (laughs) There are those who, of course, uh, reckon that 80% or more of weight loss is about food. And I'm the one that believes that exercise is, it's the key. You've got to have fitness. There's theories that muscle eats fat. In a a non-alien sense. (laughs) And that if you step on the treadmill, the orbital and the bike for a total of 30 seconds per machine, you're not really going to get much benefit. And that's the way that Pete trains in my gym. (laughs) I met Alvi because he's at my gym as well. I'm very serious at my gym. Your gym? My gym. What gym is this? Well, the gym I'm inviting you to at any time. Oh, that one that you don't go to. That's not true. Alvi has seen me there and he laughs at me every time he sees me there he said pete aren't you supposed to be in bed exactly <laughs> i laugh because he sits on a machine like he's doing something but he's really just passing the time that's it and then he has a goat squash which is quite entertaining as well <laughs> is that a good thing Elliot? look alvi is it about is is fitness about exercise and is uh weight loss about exercise and is exercise worth the trouble look the way we we structure our business which is empowered health we look at a, a triangle good so, plug We'll put the link on Facebook and on the but website. Just so it makes sense for everyone because you've got to have the balance. You know, People go, oh, I want to go all out with, with the fitness training. Fantastic. What about nutrition? Some people go, no, no, just focus on my nutrition. I don't really think exercise is quite for me. What about your fitness? Then people just kind of get in there and they train a bit and they eat kind of well, but their mind is still focused on other things which is not really serving them. So you have to have all three things working for you. You need to have your head in the right place. You need to have your nutrition in the right place. And you need to know what you're doing with your fitness. Are you listening? Are you paying attention to well, this? I, this is not a roast for me, Elliot. If it's roast chicken, that's something different. <laughs> you see? I didn't need to say anything. You dug yourself a hole and you pushed yourself in. <laughs> Alvi, back to you. Yeah, you've got to have that balance in everything. And look, so yeah, it's about changing that. Those few little words around and saying instead of losing it, release is, is a big thing. But just that power of the mind is huge. Really well, should huge. we be taking it easier when we're, say, over 50? Or should we be working harder? Is it more difficult to attain fitness and health through exercise when you're younger or when you're older? Look, without getting too technical, yes, it is a bit tougher when you're older. That's fine. So you've got to work harder, but it's also more dangerous to work harder. Yeah, exactly. True. So you've got to find that balance, see what works for you. All right. Do what, why are you doing it? That's the question you've got to Aha. ask. Why are you doing it? Is it just to make yourself feel better? Is it so you look better in your... Well, some you know, of our guests have smugglers? said that it's about guilt. They mm. join gyms, even if they don't go, just because they feel less guilty when they have a gym membership card. And they can tell friends that they're a member of a gym. That's right. Do you know how many gyms survive off the fact that you actually won't turn up? Yeah. They sell, they oversell their memberships knowing you're not going to really turn up. Wow. What about the fat bit? Oh, the fat bit's great. <laughs> or as Susan calls it, the guilt bit. The guilt bit. <laughs> it has a little a little vibro party on your wrist every time you reach 10,000 steps, but are you That's actually right. getting any fitter? Or sometimes it says, hey, fatty, get off the couch. <laughs> oh, you've got a call. Oh, whoa, whoa, okay. Yes, Commissioner. It's an emergency. Maybe. There's a fitness code red. <laughs> <laughs> a quick, Batman, to the Fatmobile. Fatness is breaking out. Fatness is breaking out. Alvi, we need you. We need you. I think you're the Fitbit our, was... Um, you're our only hope. The Fitbit's more there just to remind you every time you grab that beer. And it's like, ooh, yeah. should I drink this Well, if beer, you have 20 beers, walks? that's like 20 steps. You're just because you're just exercising your elbow. <laughs> it's, it's moving. That, that sounds right. like a fair ratio. Yeah, right. exactly. So how hard should we be working? Or should we be just giving up? 
look, there's, there's no ratio, but it's it's first thing you want to do is find out why you want to do it. Why do you want to lose that weight? Why do you want to feel fitter? What what's the reason you do it? Because I want to be attractive to people half my age. Perfect. <gasps> wow. Like my wife is. Okay, so you want to do it for your wife. Fantastic. That's a better answer. Your wife, your, your wife who is sitting one meter away from you, you are a very smart man. Elliot. Yeah, I've got my back turned on. Who knows what she's got in her hand. Lisa, what's that knife? That knife! <laughs> so, I mean, I think, I think I speak for most people in their middle years, as Pete likes to describe us. We just want to look a bit better and feel a bit better. Yeah. And live a bit longer. Live a bit longer contention depends <laughs> if you have to go to the gym every day and work like a like a mad bastard to uh, to live longer i mean is that really what do we want to live longer for <laughs> is it really worth it yeah that's yeah. that's the question we're asking is yeah, it really it worth really all is. the pain and struggle it? and giving up the hours and waking up early and wearing those horrible spandex pants while you're doing the bike you tell me they look good Anyway, moving I, I was kidding. <laughs> uh, look, I think it's a good. It's, it's, I always come back to the balance. You've got to have that balance. You know, give yourself 30, 40 minutes is enough. People go in there for an hour and a half. What are you doing? Like, if, unless you're checking yourself out in the mirror half the time, which, let's be honest, quite a few people do. Susan. Is good. <laughs> so, 30, 40 minutes a day of yep. what are we talking? High intensity, you know? I work off three, three principles. Yeah. All right. It's got to be varied. Because you're going to get bored doing the same thing every day. Sure. So you've got to vary it up. Whatever it might be. Some weight, some spin class, cardio, boxing, whatever it might be. Just mix it up a little bit. Keep your mind fresh. You know, it's got to be functional. Stuff that your body knows how to do. Sitting there doing bicep curls might look impressive to some of the ladies. But is, are you really going to do that in day-to-day life? When do you sit there and, and use a bicep curl motion? Not really relative, right? Can I just interrupt you there? At the pub. So, <laughs> so, are you already doing that enough? No, <laughs> I didn't know bicep curls were impressive to the ladies. Really? Okay. See, the show's educational. That's right, edutainment. Right. And this is where we get to the balance, to the ratio of mm. is it worth it? You tell me, because if you're feeling like you're getting some goals, have you set some goals for yourself? Let's put it back to a lot. Yes, of people I run. want to be Jean Claude Van Damme. Perfect. I'm not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I think I don't something. think John Claude's there anymore either. <laughs> so it's like realistic, you know. Someday you know you're gonna you can possibly achieve in a certain frame. You know, you go to the old stuff you would have learned in school, the smart principles. You know, specific, measurable, all that kind of stuff, achievable, realistic time. Like set something like that. You know, that's okay. You clearly I'm went f- to a much more expensive school. <laughs> <than I. laughs> but you use that in say business. Say, say you guys run a business. It's the same principles. If you're gonna start a business, you're not gonna be like, oh, let's just see how we go. Now, you're going to set yourself some time. Okay, we need to hit this. We need to set ourselves up. It's the same principles. People think come to me and go, oh, I don't get how it works. It's like, well, how would you approach your business? How would you approach your, that's your relationship? What I, that's what I'm doing wrong in my business. <laughs> Pete goes to the business to perv on himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same with the gym. He goes, <laughs> his whole office is nothing but mirrors. That's it. <laughs> oh, so, goal setting, right? Yep. What, do, what do you want to achieve? And then reverse engineer what you need, what steps you need to take to get there. So that's it, Alvi. You're, you're giving us so much knowledge here, which is scary because we're not used to it here at the Midlife Crisis Show. We're used to just having fun and talking rubbish. For people who are, as Elliot say, over fifty, and that's that's not you and I. It's Elliot. What changes we should make in what we do, specifically from an exercise point of view? I believe community is huge. You know, keeping it more fun and, and relaxed is, is what it's about. You're going to rock up more for your friend than you're going yeah. to rock up for yourself. So it's accountability. Mm. Accountability. If you train with a buddy who's not going to let you off the hook and you're not going to let him off the hook yeah. or her, as yeah. the case may be, 
that's that's a good motivator. It is. It's huge because we do more for other people than we do for ourselves. We, we're scared more about letting our mate down than letting ourselves down. Mm. You know, so get involved with a like a great community. Like for example, I went to a boxing session this morning. You know, I'm not looking to be a boxer, but I love the the vibe and the and the feel of the group. Everyone's in a good mood. Saturday morning, it's sunny, it's fun. I go for that, and most people go there. For, they want to, people people that get together where it's sunny and fun and eat croissants and, and drink hot chocolates. I mean, isn't that fun too? You can do that after. Aren't there clubs that you can join that do that? <laughs> oh, sign me up. <laughs> but it's true, right? When you go to like a cafe, you're not going to walk into, I know this sounds pretty harsh, but you're not going to walk into a cafe which is quiet. You're like, oh, maybe no one wants to be here. But if it's bustling, everyone's around, it's like, oh, this must be pretty good. Well, that's a pretty annoying environment to someone my age. <laughs> like, I try to avoid no, places. No, Elliot, the solution is you turn your hearing aid off. Oh, right. Then it becomes quite, well, I could go anyway. I could go to the gym with the doof doof music. Uh, as long as it's got a mirror. A, a mirror that points at you. That's it. Alvi, it has been a revelation. Thank you so much for joining us. You have really done some, given us some fantastic food for thought. Thank Not you. that we're going to be eating anymore as a result of having spoken to you, I might add. But thank you. You've, you've really you've given us something that really has added to this uh, subject, which makes us do think that actually exercise really is worth it. Because we were, we were banking on, it's not worth it. Just go back to bed or stay there. <laughs> well, my mission's complete then. That was all my goal today, which is to convince you guys that you, you can exercise. It's okay. It doesn't have to be all out. You don't have to go in there and smash yourself for 40 minutes and yeah, Elliot. end up on the floor. I will anyway. <laughs> Just to impress Lisa. That's a lot of guilt in there. Yeah, yeah there is. Yeah, I, release I that guilt. Just release I'm, the guilt. I'm telling you, it's, I, I drag my baggage. Alvi, thank you. Thank you, guys. It's been a pleasure. I'm too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy for my shirt. So sexy it hurts. And I'm too sexy for Milan. Milan, New York, and Japan. We have a person of the opposite sexual persuasion in the studio. Why don't you just say a chick? Because I like saying sexual. We <laughs> need a bit, I know that about you. We need a bit of sex in the studio. Elliot? Why are you looking at me? Because <laughs> you're a very attractive man. But we are speaking to Susan. Hi. Hi, boys. Thanks for inviting me. Susan. How do you like the new studio? Oh, I love the new studio. I think the setup as usual, Elliot. Very neat. Excellent very, for a studio. Very OCD. We're on nice. air. I see your sign. That's yes, fabulous. My, my I love your on air sign. But in the midlife crisis studio, Susan, we're going to ask you the, the very pertinent question. Are you ready to be honest and brutal? She's ready to work out. She's that's right. She's wearing active, active wear. Active wear. Lululemon? Lululemon. Because there's been, there's been a bit of a consistent theme with our male guests who, who rather enjoy exercising their optic nerves. I'm glad you, you clarified that by saying that our guests Not us. have that opinion. Not us. You know, I reiterate that in my gym there are no mirrors and there's nobody else training. I just go, <laughs> I just tra- I train on the machines and that's it and I don't go for the optic because, you know. You just don't get it, Elliot. As usual, you don't get it. It's all about the optic. Right, Susan? Yes. Absolutely. Huh? So are you okay? Well, you've stumbled into my trap there. So are you saying that you're going there to exercise your optic nerve? Absolutely. I always stand right in front of the mirror, so I make sure I can see myself. <laughs> Why else would you go? Why else would you try and exercise? You, you want to make sure you look good. You see? You're there to perv. At yourself. At yourself. Well, of course. Isn't everyone? That's why you're there, Susan, to Susan, make has yourself anyone look ever, good. Has anyone ever associated the word narcissist with you at any time? No. Okay, no. Let's, let's move on. No, it's right. well, I have to tell you that um, tell I will me. tell you that I share with you share. that I'm a member of a gym. And okay. I have been for many, many years. Okay. How often do you go? 
Now that's a point of contention, Elliot. <laughs> We're getting again to the guts. The guts. That's it. Point not that, not that Susan has any. So do you exercise? I yes. see you're wearing a fat bit. Yes, I do have my fat bit, which is which is a guilt bit, I call it. <laughs> a guilt bit. Does it annoy the hell out of you if you've got to smack it half a dozen times to mm-hmm. see what time it is? Yes, I do. But That's exactly what I do. She has to catch the dog to take it off the dog so she can actually smack no, it No, that is not true. No, oh, okay. but I do. You're right. I do tap it uh, virulently a few times a day to see I, how many steps I've Susan, had. are you one of those silly people that sit on the couch and just, just put their arm up and down so the steps go up? You wouldn't do that, would you? No, of no. course not. See, now, that's funny. Uh, somebody the other day was wearing um, a Fitbit and sat on the couch all day and said to me, I don't understand whether this thing's working or not. It says I've done 9,000 steps today and I haven't been anywhere. Uh, so I question the validity of mm. does it count when you click remote control buttons for the TV <laughs> as a step or does it count you know, 10,000 steps when you're going just from the couch to the fridge and back? Well, like most of these things, it's there to make us feel good. It's not accurate and specific. Well, I beg to differ. It doesn't make you feel good. So if I'm on 9,337 steps, I want to get to 10,000 before I go to bed. So it can have a little party on your wrist. Correct. Exactly. I love the party on my wrist. That it's gives kind you of great... Like, isn't that like putting a photo on Instagram and getting a like? Yes. Even better. It gives that's, you... A, that's especially, when you be, especially when you have half a dozen people on your fit, fat bit or guilt bit and you're beating them. That's the best. It's competitive spirit, Elliot. Sorry, you've got a half a dozen people on it and you're beating them. Yes. So, but it vibrates. It does vibrate. And it's on your wrist. Yes. Well, is that, good, is, that, is that good exercise when it's vibrating? I mean, you know, you get those things where you, you put the, the strap around your, your waist and it goes... Oh, Ooh. God, my is grandmother sort of used to use one of those And things. did it work? A weight belt. Yeah, does it... Jiggling your fat up and down and back and forth and, and, and vibrating your fat, does it make it go away? But anyway, let me tell you about my gym experience. So I'm a member of a fitness club. Yes. And uh, I must say that I, I'd go... I'm actually a weekend warrior, in fact. That's what I call myself. Okay. Mm. That you means you go, you go only on the weekend. Correct. Because during the week, I sleep in. Right. But on the That's weekend, a big admission. That's a big admission, <laughs> really. Susan. But anyway, <laughs> I wish I did. But when you go, do you, do you sweat? Uh, I, or would no, that make the women makeup? Glow. Ladies don't they sweat. Glow. Okay, do you, do you Pers- glow? I glow. Yes, do you I glow, do glow. Do you glow all over the treadmill? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, the assault bike. Well, I have to tell you, I actually have a personal trainer. And does your personal trainer, are they satisfied with the effort that you're putting into your workout? They are when I'm on the assault bike, when I'm on the battle ropes. I've learned all Hang these on, new terms. What's an terms. assault bike? These new, I hate them. I hate them. And I have to tell you why I got a personal trainer. I was, I went to my doctor, and I was actually looking at my neck, and I thought it was looking a little bit, a little bit, well, a little round, a little rounder than I imagined. And and I said to her, she's she's a lovely doctor who's known me many years, and I said. Do I have some sort of throat disease? Or oh, God, they were giving out chins and you yes. thought it was gin and asked for a double. And she, <laughs> <laughs> and she said quite, well, very rudely, I thought. She said, no, Susan, she said that schmaltz. 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 <laughs> my doctor told me I had schmaltz on my chin, so I had to get a personal trainer. Which for those not of the Jewish persuasion, that means fat. 
Yes. No. Can, can I say that? How dare you say can the I F say word? That? No, the F word is banned. It's, it's okay. The F word is banned. It's banned. So, so I've been t- trying to get rid of that little bit of schmaltz. <laughs> On the assault bike? On the assault bike. The assault You're assaulting bike. the schmaltz. I was assaulting the bike, all right. You're assaulting the, the schmaltz with, with, the, the, with the bike. Exactly. Mm. So, And then the other bad part of it is that I, I also, you talk about how much you pay for the gym. I am on one of the best. I'm not mentioning the gym, by the no, way. I will not, not mention the gym. They're not sponsors, Susan. No, I'm not mentioning Yet. the gym. Yes. But uh, I'm on a very good deal with my gym, actually. I pay $26.50 per fortnight. Whether you go or not. Well, that's true. That's true, whether I go or not. So it's probably expensive when I don't go. You're right. But I'm only allowed between the hours of 10 and 3 p.m. But through sheer force of nature, which you've built up over the years, you can go in there and, and uh, I guess, persuade them to let you in whatever time you go. That's true. I do. Without paying the higher fees. Correct. But it's only to look at yourself anyway. So well, why would true. you go at a peak time? Exactly. Why would you pay more? Why would you? I can do it at home for free too. Well, that's that's the <laughs> other question. Why are you paying money for a gym if you all you really want to do is assault the bike in front of a mirror? You might as well do that in your own in the comfort of your own bedroom. Well, she doesn't have a bike in the in her mirror. In, uh, bike How much in does an assault bike? In my bike? bedroom. How bike much in does a, an assault bike cost these days? What, Susan? You, I'd rather not be assaulting the bike in my bedroom. As compared well, we to, don't know what an assault bike is. Compared to an insult bike. <laughs> that's that's right. right. Which is all verbal. Well, well that, neither did I. Now, the insult bike is when you have you've, you've haven't gone there for a long time and then you look in the mirror. That's an insult bike. It's like, really? Is there, <laughs> is, is, is there a subtle insinuation bike? Susan, it's been a while. Maybe you shouldn't have had that piece of extra piece of cake. Maybe, but anyway. So I I do think so. Your question is: exercise worth it? I think it's worth it because at the very minimum, it reduces your guilt. Because all of us, I believe, have guilt. Like Greg, Greg had guilt with that if he wasn't a member of a club. So now he's a member of a gym. He feels less guilty. That's why he's but not he, wearing his Fitbit anymore. So yeah. that's, do we really count uh, the assuaging guilt as a, as a benefit? Do of we? course. We'll take any, in, in our middle years, Elliot, not that Susan's there, but in our middle years, we'll take any benefit we can take. Okay. We'll take any benefit that we can get. Well, we need to talk to somebody of great authority to determine whether there are other benefits that we should be weighing more heavily. Uh, when we weigh more heavily. <laughs> so notice how I'm trying to get the topic matter in there. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Don't shoot it down. I'm sorry. Assault biking my context here. <laughs> assault biking. <laughs> Susan, we just think uh, optic nerves, you admiring yourself in the mirror and assault bikes. Oh, I'm just I'm just saying that. I don't really. There's other things. Depends which gym you so, go to. Hang on. Some hang gyms on. have other things to admire. Which is what, Susan? Uh, nothing. So you do just perv on others. Ah. <laughs> you can Well, other on- women. No, I don't believe that for a moment. It is. Women always compare themselves to other women. It's true. Why? Is that for a hate thing or is it for a, an admiration thing or is it for a, is Envy? It a, is, it a, is it an experimental thing? Well, I think it's just a... <laughs> it's just a college <laughs> thing. Oh, college. <laughs> oh, only once in college. We were just playing around. Anyway, sorry, sorry, Susan. Sorry. <laughs> no, and we're back. We use it as a yardstick. I think women. I think women do look at other women. They want to compare themselves. Just like, I mean, I think all of us. So now size think, does matter. That it's such an, as you mentioned earlier, Peter, a Thank narcissistic you, generation. How many women do you see? And I see this in the gym all taking selfies of themselves in their active wear. Mm. Hundreds of photos of women in active wear on their Facebook pages. So, gosh, Susan, we've, we've traversed everything with you. Everything. Except 
questions without notice. The mm. new ones. The oh, new the and new, improved. Oh, new questions. questions. Oh, no. Questions without notice. I don't think I've been in the hot seat before, have I? You, uh, well, look, this I think will be you, a first you should be. There is no escape assault bike chick. <laughs> <laughs> you should be able to handle That's this. well said, Elliot. I'm not sure I could say There's no escape assault bike chick. That's, there's certain words. put Anyway, Susan, questions without notice. First kiss. Discuss. Mm, yes. It's got to be the real deal. It's got to be confessional. First real kiss. Yes, first real kiss, Susan. I was... Well, he's not listening. No. Are you sure? No. Are you sure he's not listening? I'm not sure, but let's assume that he's not <laughs> First listening. First kiss. I was a teenager. Yes. And uh, it was very romanticia. Romanticia. Very romantic setting. Bondi Beach. A name? No. There's no name. I can't remember his name. You... Don't why, know who he was. Why don't you remember his name? He was a complete name. stranger. No, no. It was New Year's a- Eve. It was. Yeah, no. I don't. I don't. No. I don't see you as that type of woman. I was no. drunk. It was dark. No. <laughs> Susan's not that type of woman. So we're not going to get any more information from you. No. Fine. There's a lot of no going on here. Hmm. Sure is. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Breakfast Club. Or Top Gun. Oh, Top Gun. Okay, why? Tom Cruise. Tom, right. How can you beat Tom Cruise? Pure eye candy. To- there it exactly. is. Oh. Thank you, Elliot. Eye candy. Wow. Tom Cruise. Fighter all pilot the way. on a motorbike with that, a leather jacket. That's My it. Goodness. You can't beat that. Uh, now I already know the um, answer to this, and I'm going to give you your answer before I ask you the question. The answer is, I regret nothing. <laughs> Aren't you now curious about the question? I absolutely am. What's the worst thing you've ever worn? How long have you got? Exactly. Thank you, Peter. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, when I lived in New York and we were going out, I was there with my boyfriend at the time. We were driving through the... Not the first kisser. He was not the first kisser, no. And no. it wasn't Tom Cruise. No, but he was a good kisser, actually. Okay. Anyway, so we're going through the Bronx. And the car decides to die. Now, I don't know if any of you know what the Bronx is like. You can imagine yes, from movies. It is not pleasant. It is not you pleasant. You don't want to be there at night alone with a broken down car. And with, I was 24. Um, I was wearing white cowboy boots, white short skirt, and a little white sequined top. All white. Now, the Bronx in those days was all African-American. Don't say it. (laughs) African-American. Is that PC? Is that all right? There's Susan all decked out in white with With flowing blonde hair. With big white, like knee-length cowboy boots, short skirt. And a, and, a, and a white, it was actually a white puffy shirt because it was the 80s. No, it was, yeah, it was the 80s. Big it was sleeves, a white puffy shirt. Big sleeves, high heels. That's not, it. I'm not seeing anything wrong with this outfit, Susan. And the next question is do you still have it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe we should. I sh- think so. We should move on from that. <laughs> and we'd like to thank you for giving us your time on the Midlife Crisis Show. And I think we have far greater understanding of you in particular when it comes to exercise, and that is you are going to the gym to look at yourself. Well, not in a narcissistic way, though. Of course not. In a fit into all my 50,000 wardrobe clothes way. And, and just in case you're wondering, I want to confirm for you that, yes, when you go to the gym, everybody else is looking at you too. So, Elliot, what have we learned? Well, you know, like every other episode, we come in all gung-ho, thinking we're going to find all the answers. We, we get to the end of it, and we realise we're no closer. In fact, we're further away from the truth than we started. Well, I think Albie's come in and given us a lot of truth. Yeah, hard to hear. He wants everybody in the world to be happy. I, I just that. think conflict is the crux, and we need more of it. Where do we go from here? Where do we? I'm going to the gym. Right, I'm still dragging my guilt with me. Well, I'm going to release my endorphins, and I'm going to go to the cafe and have, have lunch. So I'm, re- I'm releasing fat, and, <laughs> and you're releasing endorphins and, and adding fat. 
Yes. Um, well, you know, there's there's the balance that Albie was talking about. We need a balanced lifestyle. Really. Everything that I do right, you do wrong, and we're balanced. That's it. And that's why we like each other. Who said anything about liking each other? And there, ladies and gentlemen, is another crisis.